Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app slash breadbox. Perfect? Bang on my chest if you think I'm perfect. Go ahead, bang on it. No heart? You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. This is Patchwork Heart Ministries' Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. I am Bill Snyder. This is Young Catholics Respond, and thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of our ministry. I really want to thank each and every one of our listeners who have been tuning in over the last year to our channel, Patchwork Heart Radio. Our channel has exponentially grown in listenership. We had over 16,000 downloads last year of podcasts on our channel. And I just want to thank you for that. We are so blessed to have you as listeners tuning in and listening to the different programs on Patchwork Heart Radio. So thank you for doing so. If you're listening to this on terrestrial radio, um, know that you can always find repeats of this program and all of our other programming on our podcast feed, which is simply patchworkheart.podbean.com or search for Patchwork Heart Radio wherever you get your podcasts and you will be able to get access to all the programming on Patchwork Heart Radio, not just Young Catholics Respond. So thank you so very much for listening and sharing our podcast with others. You know, it's amazing to me how this ministry has grown in the midst of a global pandemic. I am so blessed to be able to say here that uh, our ministry has truly been flourishing and growing, and it's because of you. So thank you. Uh, on today's show, I don't have a guest, and the reason for that is I wanted to spend some time reflecting upon the events of our day. 
what we've recently seen in the United States has been very interesting, troubling at times. And as the pandemic continues to rage on, it feels as though we are still in the middle of a time of suffering. I don't have to tell you what those sufferings are. You have experienced them yourself. I have experienced sufferings. You have experienced sufferings. Your neighbors have experienced them. We're not talking about trivial suffering here. We're talking about big, life-altering suffering. The suffering of death. Watching our loved ones die from a disease. We have been watching civil unrest in our society on multiple fronts, from multiple sources. Tensions on social media continue to rise. There are censorship issues. <laughs> there are um, bullying issues on social media. And we, as people, as Americans, at this moment in our history, are caught up in this time of suffering. That seems like we cannot escape it. We're constantly waiting for the next shoe to drop, to hear the next numbers of deaths from coronavirus. We are caught up. This is not an easy time to be living in. And yet, our mission at Patchwork Heart Ministry hasn't changed. Sowing hope into broken hearts is our tagline, and it is our mission. We are to sow hope into broken hearts. And I reflect on that, as especially as the calendar year has turned from 2020 to 2021. I take some time and I reflect on how are we living our mission? And you know what I see? I see a lot of broken hearts. And I wonder to myself, how am I going to fulfill this mission of sowing hope into them? When you've just added more and more brokenness, God, into our society. The brokenness maybe has always been there, but now it is exposed. Now we are seeing just incredible heartache wherever we turn. There is real suffering 
And every person seemingly on the planet has dealt with this coronavirus pandemic in some way. If you haven't been inflicted with the disease yourself, you certainly know somebody who has. And if you haven't lost your job yourself, you certainly know somebody in your family that has. There's financial struggle. There is all kinds of suffering that we are seeing. And at the beginning of the month, on, actually on uh, January 7th, I wrote an article uh, for my blog, which uh, is written on our hearts. You simply just go to patchworkheartministry.blogspot.com to read it. On January 7th, I wrote an article entitled, A Time for Saints. And this, in this post, I was reflecting on what had just happened the previous day with the people breaking into the Capitol. And uh, also what was, had happened in uh, Kenosha the evening before that. On January 5th, the district attorney had announced that there would be no charges for the police officers involved in the shooting of Jacob Blake. Uh, here in my area of the country, and followed by this, you know, break-in at the Capitol, we then also looked at some of the implications I should say, of those events. And in the article, in the blog, I kind of concluded that there is a huge divide between two groups of people Two types of people, I should say, not necessarily groups. Unifiers and dividers. Folks, they're on both ends of the political spectrum. They're on both ends of the social spectrum. They're on all levels of the economic spectrum. There are unifiers and dividers in every walk of life. And in this way, the pandemic and the events of us turning inward instead of outward have shed a light on who those people are in our society. Are you either going to be a unifier or a divider? And when you begin to look and see with eyes of faith who those people are, 
you have a choice to make. You have a choice to make. You will either be a unifier or you will be a divider. You will either spread the love of the gospel or you won't and you will further add heartache to our world. You know, I'm talking about in your local community. I'm talking about in your local family. I'm talking about in your own heart. That's where it starts. It starts inside of you. You know, there's that old song, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. And there is nothing more true than that song sometimes. It starts in our own heart. So as Catholics, living in this time, living at this unique time, we are called to be saints. We are called to sainthood. We're not called to be dividers. We're not called to get attention. We're not called to accomplish great things in this world or be recognized by the world. We are called to be saints. On the other side of the break, I'm going to share with you a little bit about one of my favorite stories and apparitions of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Our Lady of La Salette, because she calls us. There is a profound call. A profound call to choose sainthood that she shares with us in this apparition. So folks, I thank you for tuning in to Young Catholics Respond today. Thank you for your support of our ministry. And we'll be right back after these messages. Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and His Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives. We invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147. Or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at patchworkheart.org. Hi, everybody. Bill Snyder here. 
Just want to thank you for listening to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. And as a founder of Patchwork Heart Ministry, we have so much more going on than just our podcasts. Check it out at patchworkheart.org. Your heart is always beating, but you never have to think about it. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Hey everybody, welcome back to Young Catholics Respond, and thank you so much for being a part of our ministry and tuning in to Young Catholics Respond today. As I mentioned, I do not have a guest on today's program because I want to kind of reflect on the events of the day and where we are. And in the first half of the program, I left off with talking about people who are unifiers and people who are dividers and not coming to light and becoming more clear about who those people are in our society as we have been suffering through this pandemic, as all of humanity has been suffering through this pandemic. And the anxiety and the worry about our own future, about our country and community, has come into play. These things have come into play recently. We've, we've watched some incredible events this month. The storming of the Capitol building, which I mentioned in the first half of the program. Yesterday, we had a change in our presidential leadership in this country. Joe Biden is now the president of the United States. And as we look to the future tomorrow, we have another anniversary of that heartbreaking, heart-wrenching decision of the United States Supreme Court to legalize abortion. And we are called as Catholics to become saints in this difficult, crazy, heartbreaking society that we are living in right now. I talked about a blog post that I wrote on January 7th, and I want to uh, point that out again. If you, if you head over to patchworkheartministry.blogspot.com, it's the first article you're going to see up on our, uh, up on our blog site. And it's entitled, A Time for Saints. I've been using it kind of as a reference point for this conversation today or this podcast today. And I want to talk about the apparition of the Blessed Virgin Mary in La Salette, France in 1846. I, I want to talk about this apparition as I reference in the blog post because of the crucifix that she wore around her neck. You know, I talked about unifiers and dividers in the first half of this program and that 
we're seeing that come to light more and more. Well, the Blessed Virgin Mary wore this crucifix when she appeared to two shepherd children in 1946 in La Salette. On either side of this crucifix, at Christ's right hand, there is a pair of pincers or pliers. And at his left hand, there is a hammer. They appear on this side of the crucifix that she wears around her neck. And she's asking each and every one of us a question. Which one will you take? You know, you cannot look at the scene at Calvary. You cannot look at Jesus hanging on a cross. I mean, think of how many people have watched The Passion of the Christ. Right? You, you watch that movie. And it is impossible to walk away from that scene without either mourning Jesus or mocking him. It's an encounter with the divine when you look at Calvary. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. It's an encounter with the divine when you look at the scene of Calvary. Do you think of that as an encounter with God when you meditate on Calvary? Really think about that. I think oftentimes we take it for granted. We look at it and we say, ah, oh, that happened on a hill over 2,000 years ago. But the church actually teaches that that moment is a moment that exists outside of space and time and is represented in each and every mass. And so, while we attend Mass, which is an unbloody sacrifice, it doesn't have the same stench of blood and the laughing and the cheering and, and the disgusting smell of rotting flesh. It does have a profound impact on us because we approach Calvary at every Mass. And if we approach Calvary at every Mass, if we look at the scene of the cross and we draw to mind that horrific scene, we cannot leave without either mocking or mourning Jesus. Those are your choices. And so the Blessed Mother puts there 
the instruments, the pliers, for us to remove the nails from Christ's hands or the hammer to further hit them in. You know, when you look at the crucifix also, Christ is most often deceased on the crucifix. It's after he has drawn his last breath. And three days before the resurrection. So why place pincers and a hammer? Are you further going to leave Christ on the cross? Or are you going to remove his body? Saints do not lose hope. Despite their God being dead, seemingly dead, they still take his body off the cross and show compassion. The mockers, the dividers, simply pick up the hammer, whack one of his wounds, and walk away, mocking him, <laughs> saying to him, if, it's, if, if you're really God, come down from there. <laughs> and yeah, three days later, Jesus does something for those who have removed him from the cross. For those who have removed him and chosen to become saints, he rises again in their lives. You know, folks, we're at a point in our history where we are being called to become saints. I am not, and I do not, need to go through all of the stresses and struggles of our recent time. We know what we're up against. We have seen the events of 2020 and the events here in January of 2021. For those of us with eyes of faith, for those of us who have seen these events, it is a time for us to rise as saints. Showing true compassion 
revealing the truth, who is Jesus Christ to the world. And yeah, it seems impossible. Our job got more difficult because of the way the world has reacted to these events. We have a lot of enemies. We have a lot of challenges. But our call does not change. And we were created in this time. God knows what we are capable of. God knows what we are called to do. And he has created us for these moments in history. He has created us for this moment in history. He did not create us in another moment in the history of the world. He created us in this moment. And so, you are called to become saints. Some saints are martyrs. Some saints have had incredible transformations of life. Some saints are ordinary people who have lived in an extraordinary mission inside their homes and their communities. This is a time for saints. And we must rise up. So folks, I leave you on this podcast with that challenge. Which will you pick up? The hammer or the pincers? Make your choice. Once again, thank you for listening to Young Catholics Respond. Again, go over to our website, patchworkheart.org to find out more information about our ministry and about how we can continue to build and serve the kingdom of God in your heart. Until next time, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart. You've been listening to Young Catholics Respond, a radio initiative of Patchwork Heart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patchworkheart.org. Or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry. Finding someone on an online Catholic dating site shouldn't be like shopping for a blender. So why do most dating sites leave you feeling like you're shopping for a spouse? At Catholic Singles, we connect members through our unique user polls and activities, which help you discover other members and their personalities and interests. Because you're a person, not a profile picture. So stop shopping and start discerning. Trust your love story to the original Catholic dating site and use the promo code BREADBOX at checkout for 20% off at catholicsingles.com.